Hello and welcome to another session down there in the bunker. Today I'm joined with Kiltan and Sagar, who are going to play some traditional Indian music. So, how, what are you guys going to play for us today? Uh, so we'll play a total of five songs. Uh, the first one will be a sitar solo in a way. It's uh, the traditional way in which you start the music, which is which starts slow. It's called alap and jod alap. Uh, and then we'll start the second song uh, with with the tabla, which is a composition. Uh, and then we have three other songs. The fourth song will be a tabla solo in which I will play the same thing over and over again. And Kirtan will play different variations in uh, in a nine beat cycle. So. Yeah, that's more or less it. Okay, so we're gonna hear it right now. See you after for the interview. Thank you. 
Let me just uh, explain a little bit about what we played here. Uh, this composition is based in something called Rag Yaman. Uh, when you say Rag, it's like a musical structure. It's similar to a scale uh, in that you have a set of notes from the octave that you have to play or sing. But there's uh, many rules associated with how you can move from one note to the other. So in this case, the notes uh, are something like this. Uh, so it's a hepta, hepta sonic, what? Uh, seven, seven note scale. But you can't play, this is not allowed in this structure. You have to play. Similarly, you can't do, you have to go like, so you have to skip certain notes while going up or down in different cases. There's also what you call as melodic centers in which <coughs> you should uh, focus more on those notes rather than the others. So for, ex for example, I can't, uh, when I when I'm playing this, I have to I have to stop at this note and stay stay on this note for longer durations as compared to the other. So there's there's you can say a hierarchy of uh, which notes to play more and which notes to play less. Uh, so the composition that I played uh, was in seven beats. It goes uh, something like this. So this was, you can say, the main thing that was known before. 
the rest of it whatever we played was completely improvised based on knowledge of this rag yaman so it's like you have the structure in your mind and then you improvise throughout uh, based on yeah based on how the structure is defined and your imagination in general so basically every time we play it's something different so yeah so we'll go with the third third note third uh, composition now so this thing is interesting in the in the sitar that two frets are missing here one and over here one is over here so it's just how it is i'm not entirely sure why that is i think it's easier to locate the position perhaps but uh, that's why while playing certain compositions i have to move the frets here and there just to adjust to what what we are playing um also you might have seen maybe that there's lots of strings here uh in the sitar so there's a total of 18 strings right now and i play mostly on one string and the others are for the melodic effect uh so this one this here there's 12 strings which i play uh which i don't directly play i just play like this but uh they are tuned according to the structure that i'm playing so i'll take a minute to tune it so the second composition i'll play is uh in rag charukeshi so it's in 16 beats Thank you. 
so uh, the next song will be uh, a solo by Kirtan so here I'll play one composition which is in nine beats and I'll basically repeat the same thing over and over again and again uh, and Kirtan will play different variations and combinations on the tabla
so the last song uh, it's based in something called as rag bageshri
thank you for this uh, chill moment, very confident. So I want to now delve more into your personal relation between one another. So did you guys know each other before? Um, did you meet in India before or? Uh, no, actually we have a mutual, we met here. Uh, through a mutual friend. Uh, he told me that Kirtan plays the tabla. He knew that I played the sitar. So uh, we knew each other, but I didn't know actually that Kirtan does play tabla in general. Like one and a half years ago, no? <coughs> yeah, almost one and a half years ago, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's why we met once. We jammed a bit and yeah, it, it seemed to be going well. So then we formed a band afterwards. Kind of a natural connection then. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, so... You two are experienced musicians, I, uh, I suppose you've been playing for the better part of your life, right? Um, so I think Kirtan has... Yeah, I've been playing for the better part of my life, <laughs> like around 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing for a bit shorter, I think uh, five, six years, maybe? For the sitar, I think, yeah, six years. I've been singing for a bit longer, but uh, sitar since six, six and a half years, something. Okay, so... For the viewers at home who I think most of them don't know much about your kind of music, I want to delve more into sort of like what you did between a few songs. So this instrument looks for most people a lot like a guitar, but it mm -hmm. seems to play very differently. There is no yeah. chords. Uh, no. Can um, you? Yeah. So um, it's similar to the guitar in the case that it's also a stringed instrument with the frets. Uh, the main difference between how you play this instrument and the guitar is that all of the notes you have to play along one string. So there's only so if you have to play something, it's so you don't go along the strings up uh, as you do in the guitar. And there's you play only with one string, and the others are mostly for the melodic effect. You do play them sometimes, but I would say 90% of the time you play just on one single string. Uh, the, the second thing, uh, the concept of chords that doesn't completely exist as such in Indian music. We generally don't play it. We know of it, but uh, we play what play or sing what we call as a monophonic uh, music in which there is one, uh, one bass that keeps on having the melo one melodic uh, characteristic, you can say. There's not several things playing at once to create a harmony. We play in the harmonics, but we don't play harmonies. So you <coughs> you have this iPad here that you told me yes. you base the rest of your playing around this uh, bass. So uh, that is supposed to be a third person that's having this instrument. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we use this as a what do we say a drone, not not the flying type, the just like a background s music that keeps on playing to get you the to give you kind of the bass of your main of the main note that you're playing or singing in so um, we have this kind of floating system of the scale mm -hmm. uh, in which uh, we have these notes called sare gama padha nisa and it uh, the first note the frequency of that note can vary depending on the person uh, so right now this instrument uh, is tuned in d mm -hmm. but there can be other instruments which are tuned in e or f or a or anything else in that case, their Sari Gama Padanisa is something which is um, transposed in that scale. Uh, so that's why we need this kind of bass 
to give us the main note which is the sa and then using this we play the different songs okay um now i want to delve more into the rhythm section because for most untrained eyes people would think it's quite limited but you seem to be able to do a lot of different sounds so uh, can I, I would say most people have never seen one before um, probably yeah so can you walk for, walk us through a bit what all the different possibilities are we've seen you using a hammer we've seen you um the old yeah, types so of different rhythms what people often say because they see these two drums is that it's uh, maybe like a bongo but the way it differs like the most is in this kind of other instruments other percussions you use either a stick or really your hands here it's it's all your fingers it's like it's uh, you don't really move your hand as such you're only all your force is through your fingers and the same on the left side as well you and here it's different from other like it has really a lot of variation in terms of tone that you can get it and it's very common to do things like this and combined with this parts it can it creates other sounds as well so with all these things are very different from what we used to um when you play with other people here um do you ever struggle to have stuff that sounds good to the, to your ears or how do you uh merge with other musicians here when you guys play um so for me i try to recognize the kind of scale that they're playing in mm -hmm. and just try to play something similar to that um I would say the challenge is because uh I'm used to playing in one particular scale like I said that uh or, or in one particular bass note which is D So if if the bass note is uh starting with E I mean the, if the scale starts at E then it's generally a bit difficult for me so I have to change the tuning a bit of the strings and then try to play something mm -hmm. um also uh the the thing is that here in this instrument there's two frets which are missing one over here and one over here so generally for us um we have to move the fret based on what we are playing at that time so if if someone is playing a scale this also has to be done all mm -hmm. the time if if it doesn't have the note so yeah you have to kind of find out what scale they are playing and try to play according to that but i think uh it's possible because generally we are used to improvising things and so we can try to play something so that that plays into the follow the following questions at yeah. so you i think mentioned during the live that this is mm. improvised um yes. is this something mm. that's always done or is it sometimes a bit more um uh planned out um okay question goes for both of you so it's always improvised but uh, there might be some specific compositions within the song which might be sort of fixed by both of them like there are often you have cycles of three where like you play something three times and it ends on the first one so for example sagar might already have some such cycles of three he has practiced before and he might uh, use it at some point in the composition so in that sense that part is practiced but at the same time he would never know when he would play it and everything which is not of this kind usually it is uh, uh 
improvised on the scale yeah so uh, like i mentioned that the scale is given and the kind of rules are given and you are allowed to do certain you are allowed to do whatever you want but within those rules uh, so the the last composition that i played goes like so here i can't kind of wait on every single note i have to wait at or so i have to wait on certain specific ones i can't wait the whole time on all of them i can't do something like this is not allowed because it becomes a different composition or a different rag as we say so these rules are fixed and we try to use these rules to again with our imagination or with practice you kind of develop what to play you try to basically when we are learning the music what we are learning is what is allowed and what is not allowed mm-hmm. in a particular rag so uh, based on this knowledge and learning we try to maximize the things that we that are allowed to play and try to improve the medical melodic beauty so like scales but a lot more explicit rules compared yeah, to yeah yeah very quite explicit also one uh, different thing uh in indian music as compared to western is that there is a lot of gliding between the notes so we don't do just it's always yeah, we've seen quite impressive uh, bend of the strings that yeah, yeah. not used to see so uh like we can bend the strings a lot i think uh people who play the guitar can bend it a little bit but this one is can you can bend it up to five notes so here now oh. <coughs> So now I have a more question uh, for you to on when do you guys uh play this kind of music do you have live gigs uh what kind of settings uh in general how do you think people react to this kind of music here do they f- do they react positively or so in switzerland most of the times it's in indian events when it's really traditional classical music but we also have a band where we play with a guitar and drums and a violin and a keyboard and from what we've performed so far it's for sure a bit of a niche but many people seem to like it so i think it it goes well also with other instruments but just the two of us most of the times we have performed has been in indian events okay yeah well i personally liked it so i wanted to know uh what's next for you uh which what can we see you uh, in in the future uh, do you have uh gigs planned or um nothing planned as of yet i think but uh, yeah we'll we're looking for opportunities in general uh, like we played in campus live that was that was nice so similarly if we get more chances we'll be more than happy to perform because uh, like you said it's a or like kirtan said it's a niche kind of a thing so people generally don't know much about this kind of music but we have seen positive reactions in general so yeah, yeah i think people like it So and is there a place where they can follow you to stay updated to uh so we have one uh facebook group for the band i recently started an instagram instagram page for just for the sitar and for the music 
so yeah, mostly that. Do you, have, try do you to have names so that they can? Yeah. Find so them? Uh, for me, it's uh, Saga Josh Music. Mm-hmm. It'll be in the links, I think, in uh, in in the YouTube. And I'll try to convince Kirtan to start one of himself. He's very <laughs> against the idea. But uh, yeah, let's see. You can you can have him as a guest. Yeah, no, absolutely. So the the second group, the sorry, the Instagram uh, page that I'm I have made recently, it's more for kind of collaborations like this. So I'll I'll play the sitar with tabla with violin with someone and then upload the videos. So I wanted to be more of this collaborative kind of music, so so that I can invite many people and we can jam or play so, something. So I guess we'll also see you more with your band. Uh, yeah. Th- Can we follow it somewhere? Uh, the name of the band is Ferubotu, F-E-R-R-U-B-B-O-T-T-U. So we will link uh, it. It's uh, uh, yeah. That's the name of the <laughs> So it's the, s- well. it's the Sicilian word for ferry boat. Uh, we were in There's Sicily. There's a story behind yeah. it. But, uh, yeah. we, we were in Sicily last year and there was a funny story associated with Ferubotu. So that's why we went with that name. We have one Sicilian girl also in the band. So that's, <laughs> that's another reason. But... I mean, yeah. there's no need for a particular reason. If it's yeah, but it name, was yeah, so. it was it was uh, associated with true, a nice true. memory, so <laughs> we went with Sorobotto. Well, thank you for this this concert. That was very nice. We're reaching the end of this session. Um, so, if you like this video uh, and this show in general, be sure to follow us on all social media: Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Subscribe, like, and share so that we can. There's more coming your way more different styles, more interesting styles, uh, like other, other interesting styles. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.